Welcome to the Odds Makers Podcast, presented by Superbook Sports. The line starts here as we take you behind the counter for an all-access look at the biggest events in sports. Through the minds of career Las Vegas odds makers, Jay Cornegay and John Murray. Want the very best in odds boosts, promotions, and contests? Download the Superbook Sports app. Follow us at Superbook Sports on social media and head to Superbook.com. Superbook.com today. Now let's jump behind the counter and talk with the odds makers before we get our wagers down. Here's your MC, Jonathan Von Tobel. What's up, folks? Welcome in. It is the Oddsmakers Podcast presented by Superbook Sports. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel, alongside Jay Cornegay and John Murray. Reunited at last. I feel like it has been a really long time. John, you were gone for the holidays. Jay, I was out in faraway places. Some people thought it was Puerto Rico. It was actually just a small town out in California. What's up, guys? How was your holiday? All good. Yeah, we didn't do too much. No? You know, we did our annual Thanksgiving tradition. That's getting... we. Bought a bunch of parlays, let everybody pick parlays out of the hat, and I think we went 0 for 20. Okay. All right. That's good. How many teams? They were mostly five and six teamers. Oh, right. Some seven teamers. Uh, we had a couple that went down to the last game and a couple that went to Michigan, or excuse me, Mississippi, Mississippi State game, oh, and they all lost, but we had fun. It was better thought, than a board game. I about. thought John was in Puerto Rico. You were just... Regular old town in California. Yeah, San Juan Capistrano, not San oh. Juan, you know, the other place. Right. Yeah. Oh, I totally misunderstood that. Yeah, no, I, th- I thought, so all of you, I should have let you believe that I was in a much more right. extravagant place. Yeah, Although I, thought, I will say. I really believe that. I did stay in a cliffside resort while I was out Which, there. Which, mm. over what body of water? I would assume the Pacific. Really? Pacific yes. Lake. Wow. It's yeah. a big lake. Yeah, the Pacific Lake, exactly. I, was, I guess I was picturing it more inland. No, no, no. It was cool, man. I actually, uh, I'm a big guy, but picture this. I rented a bike, and I rode it out on the boardwalk. That sounds great, man. It was great. Breeze flowing through my hair. It was awesome. I did see him behind the announcers. See? Perfectly. We were talking about stage. We were talking about this. So I was out there for UNLV. They had a basketball tournament, Mm -hmm. and Jay was one of many people I heard from that said, I saw you on TV. You looked angry because I was sitting right behind the bench, and the game was on CBS Sports. And uh, apparently I was uh, a little bit of a star because I was angry and I was caught on camera. Angry about what? Did you have a wager on the game that wasn't going your way? Uh, No, it was actually more about... um, Twitter Twitter beef of some kind? No, I love Twitter beef. People get upset about that. No, no, no. This is more of a logistics, my job thing because I was out there for work. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense than Twitter. John, your holiday, safe travels, obviously. How was it? That was good. Everything was good. I went to my uh, niece's baptism Wednesday, uh, tried to avoid the NFL as much as possible Thursday. (laughs) I did see the end of that New England-Minnesota game, and I watched a lot of the World Cup, which was great. Just great. The World Cup has been absolutely fantastic. So, <laughs> so good. With that, I mean, John avoided the National Football League for the most part. Jay, how was the weekend, including the holidays, from a, uh, a bookmaker's standpoint? Pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. No complaints. We had a um, good Friday, good Saturday. Sunday, we gave back a little bit, mainly because we have a... VIP player that uh, pretty much went off um, and then gave a little bit back or broke even on Monday. So pretty solid, though, in, in all jurisdictions, yeah. not just Nevada, but uh, every uh, jurisdiction had a pretty solid weekend. So uh, How much from a World Cup standpoint? Because USA had a pretty big two, two couple of games, right? They played uh, England. They had to play Iran to get in, of course, uh, from a handle and how that went from a result standpoint. How was that? Yeah, the handles, well, the handles down. Versus okay. other World Cups, and we all know what that's going. You know what, what's going on there because of you look at the World Cup. It usually has a main stage all by itself yep. in the middle of summer, but 
this year it's going against football, basketball, hockey, you name it. And so it's understandable why it's dropped down a little bit. But I think it's going to pick up now as we move forward. We know that U.S. has advanced. We expect a, a pretty solid handle this Saturday. And who knows what happens if they were to win that game. I think that uh, it's going to, I think it's going to surprise the interest. The betting interest is going to surprise a lot of people if they uh, advance further past Holland. Yeah, uh, they will. Uh, they would, if they did, uh, would play the winner of Argentina. And I can't remember who Argentina has. Australia. 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 There we go. Thank you very much. Socceroos. Uh, but the World Cup was tremendous. <laughs> and on Wednesday, of course, was a very dramatic day. John were, uh, and I were talking about this before we got on the air. Uh, the Mexico-Saudi Arabia side-to-side with Argentina mm-hmm. and Poland and how that all went down. Going down to uh, awesome. aggregate goals and yellow cards. It was absolutely awesome. And I bet Saudi Arabia plus one. So there I saw, you go. I, you Goal talk, and stop. It's time. Talk huh? about a bad push. <laughs> you know, talk about a push that I didn't deserve. Mexico should have probably been ahead like five or six to nothing. Oh, they yep. had chances. And, you know, Argentina, if you remember, think back to the first half, they got the penalty kick save on a messy penalty kick, mm-hmm. or maybe they win three nothing. And the goal differential, like, I think would have been different then. But yep. uh, Mexico very, would have gone. But, but I think Poland would have still gone on, though, right? Because of fair play. Well, yeah, they were going yes. through the fourth tiebreaker yeah. or something it like that. It was the fifth tiebreaker, the and then, fifth? of course, Saudi Arabia scored, and then it. It they should have that in the NFL. Up. That'd be good, right? Whoever has the less like stupid like holding penalties. Well, you guys won because you only got called for holding four times. You win. You go to the next round. But I think personal foul should count as two. Yeah, right. They could do that instead of overtime. Let's tally up the calls and then. All right, you won. That'd be great. Imagine moving on because of uh, the way an officiating crew handles stuff and how thin skinned they are. Uh, In the NFL, they're pretty reliable. I don't think anybody would have a problem with that. All right. Speaking of, let's move on. Week thirteen games of the week. We start with Thursday. Buffalo Bills on the road against the New England Patriots, of course, on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have seen a little bit of move here. This actually opened up as high as five here at the Superbook. We're down to three and a half uh, with a total of 43 and a half here at the mm-hmm. Superbook. Jay, behind the move is what? The Bills are down two starters, uh, but so are the Patriots. But the more impactful one, Von Miller, not going to play. And we're taking some bets on, on the Patriots, yeah. and it's, it's dropped. Like you said, it opened at five and down to three and a half. We took actually a big bet this morning, 20K on the Patriots, plus three and a half. We stayed there. But uh, it's certainly um, trending towards three. I'm not sure if it's going to get down there. Maybe a split line at three, but um, certainly uh, dropping down about a point and a half since its opening number. Faith in the Patriots, I would assume. Patriots have been covering a pretty high clip. And Josh Allen, I know I'm not allowed to say this, has not really been playing that well lately. Mm. No, the last few weeks he has not looked like he was. He doesn't look like the guy he was at the beginning of the year. So the Broncos were okay passing on him. Oh, yeah. That was a okay. terrific decision. Yeah, we thought about Thanks. Russell Wilson's working out, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Only got... one of his defensive teammates is trying to fight him. Not multiple, right? right? Only one guy that's coming up. Long, long year in Denver. Yeah, I talked to some guys out of Denver this morning. Some great stories. Yeah. I'll, sa- I'll save them, though. But they're fantastic. Last five games, uh, for those who are wondering, one and four against the spread in their last five games. So yeah. very highly rated team, as you guys know. And sometimes those ratings get a little uh, out ahead of you as a team, and then you can't cover some of these numbers. You're winning games, but you can't cover big numbers. Well, Buffalo was uh, they were laying a field goal at Arrowhead. Yep, a couple weeks, a few weeks ago. So that, that gives you an idea of just how high their power rating got. If that game was this Sunday, that certainly would not be the line. Although they won that game, they didn't win that game. That's what I was going to say. Yep. Did they cover? Yeah, didn't they win by three or four? I think they won right about three. It was right, around, three. It was right yeah. around the number, yeah. Yep. All right, we move on. New York Jets on the road against the Minnesota Vikings. The Patriots, by the way, uh, took on the Minnesota Vikings on Thursday. That was a 33-26 win for Minnesota. Now the Vikings get to take on the New York Jets and Mike White. How about that? Jay, we go to you here as the Vikings right now 
This blown around that field goal uh, number, but the Vikings on the um, Westgate, excuse me, Superbook board minus say, three even money Westgate, 44 and a half we're at the way you know we're at the superbook at westgate you can't say westgate yeah. that's fine don't, don't yeah. say that sorry uh, you know i'm not, i'm not even going to look towards jeremiah when i talk about this game but again it's the same line as i saw against the patriots you yeah. know i thought it should be on the high side of three i think this game should be the high side of three again it's a solid three across the board i i don't understand it i know mike white looked pretty good i i admit to that but i don't know i thought it's a short sample right We'll see what happens. I mean, playing the Vikings, I'm not saying the Vikings are contenders or even in the first tier. They're not in the first tier. They're probably in the second tier, probably in the middle of the second tier. That's what I think of the Vikings, but they are pretty decent at home. It's a tough ask for for the Jets to go in there and, and win this game, and that's what we're asking if it's just three. Yeah, Mike White against the Chicago Bears defense, which is pretty shorthanded at this point right now. I would not put a whole lot of weight into it. Although I will say, wow. I think he is better than Zach Wilson. We got a young man uh, right there wearing a bear shirt. You said that. I think right? he knows, right? They trade away their Why two best defensive you... players. They're yeah. a little shorthanded. I mean, am I, was, am I saying something like that? I think it was really inappropriate. Out of pocket? Yes. Justin Fields is the truth. Do I make up with that? Because he is the truth. Yeah, yeah. he's playing well. He's play- yeah, there's no difference. There's no, like, he's letdown no. going from Wilson to White. If that's, I mean, what's the difference? No, I mean, White's probably better. I think you upgrade, right? And probably. I mean, Wilson <laughs> struggling. That young man. Uh, Mike White in that game, by the way, against uh, Chicago. 315 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Completed 78.6% of his passes. So, But I would say that, uh, just to just defend saying. Wilson a little bit, White didn't, or Wilson didn't get to go up against the Bears after they traded away their whole defense. He was going up against, like, the Patriots. So it's, it's not really the same thing. Too busy spending. I don't even like Zach Wilson. I don't know why I'm defending him. <laughs> I'm just pointing out that the Bears' defense is very bad. I was going to make a we're really, all piling uh, on John here. I was going to make a really good Cougar joke about uh, Zach Wilson, but you stepped on it, so there's no point in going forward anymore. I'm sorry. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. Mm. You, I should leave the jokes for you. You're the funniest guy on the show. Thanks, John. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I'm not, certainly not trying to be. <laughs> all right, John. We'll go to you on this one. Tennessee Titans on the road against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, this one's come down a little bit here. Now at the uh, Superbook. We've got a number of five kind of dead, right? You can go in there and lay it. You can take it, whatever. It doesn't really uh, do much for you. A total of 44 and a half. Eagles, depending on the number you got against Green Bay, did not cover or did, right? It was floating around that six and a half mark at close. What do you make of this as Tennessee finally kind of turned it to a pumpkin last week against Cincinnati? Yeah, it's kind of a bad loss for them because the Bengals were missing some really key players on offense. They got beat. Tennessee got beat at home. And now they go on the road against the Philadelphia team. Philadelphia's a team, they've seen their power rating come back down to earth a little bit. I mean, there was a time where they were considered so far ahead of the NFC. I've been saying for a while, I think San Francisco is the best team in the NFC. But I, there was a time where Philadelphia was considered so far and away the best team. You're seeing that the numbers are coming down a little bit now. And we saw sharp guys taking five and a half with Tennessee. Eagles, maybe, they came back down to earth that loss to the, the football team mm-hmm. on Monday night. And they almost lost to the Colts the week the next week, and they struggled at times against Green Bay. So I, I think a little bit of reality for Philadelphia, although, the, I mean, they're having a great season. The public is definitely going to bet on the Eagles in this game. But I'm not surprised to see the Sharp guys take the points. For those who like small sample size trends, the Eagles 5-1 uh, and one against the spread at home, 1-4 and four away from home. So I like those tweets where it's like, oh, they're 2-1 and one, their last three against the spread. I like that well, one. That's you, good stuff. You saw my tweet? 
Yeah, that thanks. Was, that was Jay. Can okay. I tell you, my, my favorites are the ones that like tie in teams from like 30 years ago. Right. Like, you know, the Eagles over the last 20 years are 7 and 1 against spread right against <laughs> I Titans. Love that. Well, that really matters. matters yeah. The 2002 matchup will really will determine a lot of what goes on. This you season. you some, would be surprised who you know, some of the people that actually use those numbers uh, in yeah. the business, right? <laughs> in the business. Uh, yeah. Maybe even our back room. Yeah. I could see that. Get out of here. Set numbers like that. Like, yeah, I was shitting yeah, a half yeah. point shorter because we of got it. a lot of pencil and paper yeah. guys back there. Like, what was the score in 1998? Tell me again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So, we'll go to the team that I think both of you actually believe is the best team in the NFC, right? I think you're both pro 49ers. Are you not? I am. Yeah. And, I, I, and John just said I, that as well. I don't know about the best team. I'm kind of leaning towards Dallas these days, but, mm-hmm. you know, but, okay. it, you know, their okay. schedule is really softened up. Speaking of the Cowboys, if you look at their schedule again, they got, uh, I don't know, what do they got? The Colts. Is it the Texans, Jaguars, something like that? Mm-hmm. It's really that easy right? road. That's yeah. their schedule? Oh, their cow- yeah. the Cowboys they're, schedule is yeah. very nice. The last well, three are, are not gimmies, but uh, the next three are. No, I think Jay, Jay makes a good point. I guess I was thinking of it as Philadelphia versus San Francisco, and I kind of forgot about Dallas. They are playing very well. Colts, Texans, uh, Jags, Eagles, Titans, and Commanders. That would be the rest of the Ooh, Commanders. Where's that game? That could be a real tough game. That's in uh, our nation's capital. As they well, say. In, it's in Ma- uh, it's in Maryland. No, no, it's all the same. It's actually the, the statue-building capital of this country. That's where you really want to go to get a yeah. nice statue. Statue or New Jersey. <laughs> you ever find yourself in, in Landover, Maryland? <laughs> yes. We were, I'm we were, sorry. I was going to say, we were talking about the San Francisco 49ers, uh, but we got there. All right, so let's go there. 49ers, uh, the Superbook open four and a half with a total of 46 and a half, down to four with a total of 46 and a half. There are injury concerns here, though. Uh, Tron Armstead, not going to play for Miami. It's a pretty big loss along the offensive line. Elijah Mitchell, knocked out for the rest of the season for San Francisco. Uh, Jay, what has the action been like here? Because uh, obviously, not a big move, but half point off of the line in Miami's favor. Well, we we know what the public's going to do. They're going to jump on the 49ers. They they love the 49ers and they've been in love with them in the last few weeks. But looking at this game, I'm trying to figure out who is going to run the rock for the 49ers. I mean, there's it's a three-headed monster. I know McCaffrey's back there, but he's not 100%. It looks like he might even miss some time playing time, not the game itself. Knee but irritation. Is knee the irritation. Yeah. yeah. You Sounds have that tough. as well. Uh, yeah. Sounds but tough. it's <laughs> Knee irritation. That keeps yes. you out of an NFL game? Knee yeah. irritation? Well, I think he's going to play it to Jay's point, oh. but maybe he sees uh, limited <laughs> snaps or something. But it's good work know. if you can get it. Jay made me come in today even though I had knee <laughs> okay. irritation. Yeah. Okay. I started that. That was my bad. <laughs> you know, I knew a radio guy that took time off because of an elbow injury. Really? Yeah. Who, was, who was that? <laughs> He'll go unnamed. But oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, San Francisco. Was, was that you? Yeah. I'm not a radio guy. They just make me do all this radio stuff. So good at it, though. <laughs> so this number you think closes three and a half? Uh, no. No? Just no. going to close four? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's going to be at four. It might go to three and a half, but by the time the public gets to it, like I said, they're yeah. going to push it right back up uh, by game day. I, I mean, I like the Dolphins. So I, 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 this is a really important. I, I think this is a really a really good barometer for the Dolphins. Uh, let's just see what they're made of here, because I, I, I think they've had... Uh, you know, outside the early good wins, they haven't had good any recent good wins. I think that going down there to San Francisco, which we all believe is one of the better teams in the NFL, Miami's kind of in that second tier, upper second tier team. Uh, this is a game that can push them, uh, you know, forward a bit and and be a true contender. I'm not sure if they are. I know the 49ers are because of their defense and they can run the ball most of the time. But uh, the Dolphins, I'm not sure of. So I think it's going to be a very interesting game, probably the most interesting game on the board this week. To your point about their schedule, uh, the last five for Miami, Houston, Cleveland, Chicago, Detroit, Pittsburgh, only one powerhouse, the Chicago Bears among them. So not really a, a And we schedule. could do really well if Miami won this division. Yeah? 
Do I have a lot of oh, stuff yeah. going to Buffalo? We would do awesome if Miami won the division. So. Would, would that be? I mean, Patriots are not out of it, but their their road is very tough. It'd yeah, just be I, any other team. I, than no, Buffalo? no, we would lose. We would lose on the Jets. Okay, but uh, or we would win less on the Jets. But I, I look at it as Buffalo or Miami. It'll probably come down to the head to head game. But Miami, like we're talking about teams whose power ratings are, are going down slightly, mm-hmm. like Philadelphia and Buffalo. Miami's in the other direction, where they're even though they have had weak competition lately, they're getting a lot of respect. And I saw that they flexed their game next Sunday against the Chargers into the Sunday night game. And I don't know why they didn't flex this game into the Sunday night game instead of the Colts uh, excuse, and the Cowboys. Excuse me? Like, this, is a good, this is a really good game. There's yeah, a, there's, Cowboys, this is a really this is interesting one of the, game. It is, and this is real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the better NFL cards in recent memory. Because, you know, last Sunday was... So bad. But there's some really good games on Sunday. Uh, they beat all the ones we've talked about today and are going to talk about pretty much. And uh, Kansas City and Cincinnati among them as well. Chiefs on the road against Cincinnati Bengals. Superbook opener minus three in favor of Kansas City with a total of 51. Current number right now off of that three at uh, two with a total of 52 and a half. And I would assume uh, when we talk about getting that hook knocked off as well, John, Jamar Chase's return has something to do with that? For sure. And, and, and look at Cincinnati's form. Cincinnati's yep. playing really well right now. They look like the best team in the AFC North because Baltimore just decides they can't ever win a game, even if they're up big in the fourth quarter, they just lose anyway. So the Bengals look like they're the class of that division. They're a really good upward trajectory right now. They get chased back. Saw some really sharp money on the over in this game, over 51. Not not too much on the side. We're just going to see where the, the betters take this one. But you definitely see this game either way. This could be, I know this was the AFC Championship game last year. It could be the AFC Championship game this year. If Buffalo can't get its act together and Allen stop turning the ball over in the red zone, these two teams look like they might be the two best teams in the AFC right now. They're certainly, you know, amongst the, the top contenders, along with the Bills. you got to still throw them in there. But uh, sure. very interesting matchup. Like John said, this is a really great slate, and this one included. I'd have to think that the uh, Chiefs being a slight favorite is a pretty solid number. I, I can't see what the public's going to do with this. They're probably favored with the Chiefs. I, we're, we're certainly probably get more tickets on them, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we get uh, some money support. Maybe not ticket support, but money support on the Bengals. And Cincinnati, Miami, kind of mirroring each other. Cincinnati climbing their way up the power ratings, yeah. just given the recent form yeah. and getting healthy. They definitely, you know, yeah, yeah the Bengals have been quietly doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, they've just been yeah. hanging around, doing what they need to do, and here they are, and now they're going to get one of the best receivers, you know, in the league back. And they've been doing this, I don't know, how long has he been out? Four games? Uh, around that, yeah. Yeah, and, something like that. And there's so many good quarterbacks in the AFC, we really lose track of how good Joe Burrow is and how young he is. I think he's being taken for granted a little bit. He's only 25. He was in the Super Bowl last year, and he is playing awesome right now. So the the AFC playoffs for the next half dozen years, I mean, every game is basically going to be great because you've got all these good young quarterbacks. And then there's some other teams on the outside that don't have a quarterback. Uh, Cincinnati, excuse me, uh, Jamar Chase has not played since October 23rd. That was their win over Atlanta. So he has been out since then. That was week seven. So a grand total of four games, five weeks for Jamar Chase. Yeah, they get mixing back, most likely get mixing back this weekend. But even yep. so, they maybe they don't. They get uh, per Ryan, right? Mm-hmm. Is that his name? P. Ryan. X, uh, X Redskin. Because at the time, that was the name uh, of the team. Oh, boy. Well, no, that was the name then. What? Let's get an update on the ultimate football handicapping challenge. Hey, guys, what's shaking in your super contest this week? Super contest update. Okay, hey, sorry. <laughs> uh, leaders uh, uh, at 42 and a half points. Is that about right? 
Yeah, yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Seventy-one percent in terms of uh, that's pretty solid good. record. That's pre- I, you solid. know, I, I saw something that really bothered me, John. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so uh, Jeremiah, our producer, sent us the rundown, and it said you didn't submit your plays the last couple of weeks. Yeah. It's on an app. I did. I know. I know. You just uh, hmm. I, explain yourself, that. man. <laughs> I'm gonna break up in tears. No, um, honestly, yeah, man, I forgot. I got a lot going on in my life. No, you're a busy guy. And, I appreciate uh, that. And uh, generally, what I do, because I like to do this, I like to come down to the Westgate, spend mm-hmm. some time down here. Mm-hmm. So I actually don't use the app because of that, because I like okay. to come down and you know hang out on the property, have to put my picks in, get away from the wife and kids for a while. Well, that was the original idea of a football contest, yeah. right? Was to get yeah. you away from your family, to the casino to drink. Uh, my, yeah. my wife does not watch this, so right. I know. that. This and, is, uh, although, <laughs> I'll get her to watch it. Um, that was the yeah. original purpose of a contest. After finishing one of my many jobs on Saturday night, I looked up and I was like, oh, I've got seven minutes to get down to the Westgate to put my picks in, and I do not live four minutes away. But and you, you, you don't have a phone. You yeah. could have done it on the app. I know, I know. I messed okay. up. I messed up, John. She's obviously they, unaware. They have, uh, you they, can shame uh, me. She's unaware of sports apps, probably. <laughs> she's oh, I got to go. I got to go down there. Well, they have proxy services. They do. Trust mm. me. The shame I feel is uh, when, I, when I looked up at the clock, I felt immense shame. Much like I feel right now. Shame is a big this. word. I, I just, I'm looking out for you. I appreciate it. So will you let me go retroactively select my... Yes. Yeah, okay, Let's sure. get that on the air. Yes. <laughs> Tell me who you would have played, and I will go in there, and I will punch it into the system, regardless of the record. It would have been 5-0, oh, trust yes. me. Yes. Let's get make sure that's on camera and hopefully on the internet and so forth. Uh, sure. I can't wait to look at Twitter on Friday. <laughs> it won't happen. It's a John joke, Von Tobel went 10-0. Oh. We were wrong, guys. Uh... <laughs> it's time for The Big Ticket. Hey, Jay, any tickets to raise your eyebrows this week at the Superbook? All right, before we move to college football, you mentioned, was it a New England Patriots wager at 20K earlier? Is earlier that today. one of the uh, big bets that we have seen so far this yep. week? The other one was on USC, and okay. that was on Monday. Actually, it laid a bad number, minus three. He took uh, USC minus three for 50K, and now the market is two and a half. Good nice. game, though. That's awesome. So is that, can I ask this question? I, I don't want you to, well, I don't want to put you in any hot water, so you can decline it if you want. But I would assume if it was a better who had some weight with their selections that would have moved to like three and a half potentially and not moved in the other direction. Well, it did. It, it, it did for a while. Okay. It uh, did after the wager. It did. Uh, the Marcus has gone the other way. Okay. All right. All right. I don't want to insult anybody. I just, no, I, no, no. I was no. going to take the fifth, but yeah. okay. All right. All right. Oh, right. I mean, uh, go ahead and edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, they will play Utah and USC here in mm. Las Vegas, uh, over at Allegiant stadium, a rematch of a regular season game, which uh, went Utah's way 43, 42, uh, right now, the Superbook, in terms of a number, is sitting uh, right about that two-and-a-half-point mark. And it's pretty interesting because it's one of multiple championship games that are sitting on that number. But two-and-a-half with a total of 67-and-a-half. So, Jay, I'll go to you here. Outside of the wager, what do you expect to see here as it's sitting under a field goal? I think we're going to see a very similar to a game as we saw during the regular season. I yep. think Utah won on a two-point conversion real late. They were yep. trailing the whole game. Mm-hmm. Williams was having his way with this team because, uh, I mean— I don't know what happened to Utah's defense because they really do have a good defense. They can put a lot of pressure, you know, on the on the quarterback, and they just didn't do it that game. And if they don't do it again, you know, they're in for a long day. But uh, you know, Utah's really straightforward team. They run the ball, they play great defense, and it, it's it's tough for them to come back, even though they did that in that first meeting. So. I would expect a, a high volume game. I expect a, a a lot of action on it because it's the big game on Friday. It's not uh, mixed in with all the games on Saturday, 
and uh, we're going to have a lot of Utah fans in here. The Utah fans are very loyal. They're right down the street from us, mm-hmm. and they're going to be filling up. That That's, you know, it's not going to be a home game like it was during the regular season, but believe me, there's going to be 80% of those fans in uh, Allegiant Stadium will be rooting for Utah. USC's playing a lot better than they did when these two teams met the first time. Their mm-hmm. offense is playing a lot better. Their defense even played well on Saturday in that Notre Dame game. We'll see if Utah can keep up because right now USC, they're just on fire, and uh, I'm rooting for USC. Why? I like you want, USC. You want him in the playoff or you want, I want him in the, I want him in the college football playoff. Yeah. I want uh, Caleb Williams to win the Heisman Trophy. Oh, and now, I want now my, the truth I want my USC. I want, I want to see USC in the college football playoff. Caleb Williams went to yeah. your high school, correct? He's putting our high school yeah. on the map. Right. Yes. Oh, other than other than me, Zaga he's probably other the than truth me, comes yeah. out. Uh, even though we have a lot of liability on USC, right? Yes. Okay. I know. So you liability want... in a national championship sense or a conference championship? Oh, sense? I said this. I said this in the summer, just like the summer before, when we had Spencer Rattler as the Heisman favorite, and I told our people, I was like, we, "There's a backup quarterback in Oklahoma better than Rattler," and I was right about that one. That's right. Oh, sometimes when you're a homer, you're right. You know, sometimes if you just say, like, the team you want, the thing you want to have happen is going to happen, you end up being right, then you can take a victory lap. Very true. My victory laps are few and far between. Well, oh, you got to submit picks, take a victory yeah, lap, John. good. Uh, I had a victory lap last year. I got some money out of you guys. Not a lot, yeah, but true. I got some. Uh, 67 to 67 and a half on the total. Um, from a total standpoint, any real reason to move any more outside of this? I just find it interesting because we're inside on a fast track. I think it would benefit USC a little bit. It was a high-scoring game the first time around, over 1,000 yards, both team out over 500. So, or so, yeah, over 500 total yards. So it seems like a game that would benefit from some high scores. Utah should try to take some of the air out of the ball, run yeah. the football, keep Caleb Williams. I mean, all, all kidding aside, keep that USC offense on the sideline. That's what they should be doing. And Whittingham is a good coach. I mean, it'll depend on who is winning the, the battle of the style here. If it ends up being an aerial game back and forth, USC is going to win. We move on to the Big 12. Kansas State and TCU, another rematch. TCU won that game 38-28. And now the disrespect for the Horned Frogs. What about this? Two and a half, total of 62 here at the Superbook. Under a field goal for a team that is 9-2-1 against the spread, undefeated, playing for a conference championship. John, what is the reasoning behind this just utterly disrespectful one? I think the line's kind of high. I <laughs> mean, I, I think this number should be more like a pick em. I think it's only UTCU minus 2.5 because of their record. I mean, they, they've obviously had a great season, but Kansas State's playing well, and we see sharp guys on Kansas State a lot. Remember, TCU was like a 7-point dog against Texas a few weeks ago. They probably would be a dog in this game on Saturday if Kansas State had lost to Kansas and Texas was playing in this game against TCU. Can I make an argument? Yeah. So you, you no no you can't no. Well, I just I wonder because we talked about the next this, game. Uh, all the uh, the sharp guys, right? Yeah. Sharps had Texas rated as a top ten team. You mentioned that oh, game. Oh, they definitely did. Right? You you mentioned that game against TCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were a seven point underdog. They also lost that game outright. Oh, Texas I know. Did. And, and they looked and TCU looked awesome. That was definitely right? their that was for sure their best game of the year. But I, I think a lot of it is TCU has played a lot of these games against backup quarterbacks. They've barely survived a few times. I don't want to take too much away from TCU. They've had a great year, and I think they should get to the college football playoff, even if they lose on Saturday. Yeah, I think so. Like my whole point is, and you guys see this sometimes too. Sometimes I feel like betters who shape the market and the market itself gets a little stubborn with its rating of teams. Mm-hmm. We saw that with Texas, and they consistently failed to cover some of those numbers that they, the market was betting into. Sure. The market has consistently come in against TCU on a week-to-week basis, and they're nine-two and one against the spread. Is there a chance that the market's just wrong here? 
against uh, about TCU. I don't know. We've been making adjustments all yeah. season long on this team, and they've been disrespected for weeks now. Mm-hmm. I think before that Texas game, didn't they have a tough game right before that? And so it was really a rough spot for them, and they still came through as a seven and a half, eight point underdog because I think all the sharps were still laying that. That that number. Uh, they probably on, should have lost to Baylor. Too. They played at Baylor home was... against Texas Tech, and they won by ten before yeah, the game that, against mm-hmm. uh, Texas TCU. And then they played at Baylor, yep. where they probably should have lost. Oh, the end of that game was yeah, ridiculous. That, yeah, <laughs> but no, they've had an unbelievable year. Like I, I think it's, I think they should be in the playoff even if they lose. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a big fan of uh, of Ohio State going to the playoff. Well, you want to talk about I don't that think. At all? Well, I don't think the T, I don't think TCU is going to make the playoff if they lose by more than fourteen. No, I said I think they should. I don't know that they will. I just think that they should. I don't think it's fair to these teams that they have to play an extra game mm-hmm. and then Ohio State and Alabama are sitting at home because they didn't qualify for this round and they're wait, rooting for somebody to lose so yeah, that they can get in. Point. I agree with you, John. I, I also think that the only team playing for a spot in the playoff this weekend is USC. I think so. But right. even, even that, I think, is kind of unfair. I mean, they, just because they have to have this extra game USC could theoretically be out of the playoff because they have to have this extra game on a neutral field against this very good Utah team. USC's only loss was on the road by one point, and Ohio State just got absolutely thumped by Michigan in Columbus on Saturday. It was impressive. Why should Ohio State go in over USC I or TCU? Because they lost at the right time. It just I don't think that make that just doesn't make sense to me. Ohio State they had they were pointed towards this Michigan game all year. They had it at home and they got crushed, and now they can just sit at home. Well, Michigan beats up Purdue, and they get to go to the playoff if one of these other teams falters. No. I don't. I don't agree with that. You know, our power ranking would have Alabama favored over Ohio State in a neutral field right now. Oh yeah, would, Al- yeah. would Alabama? I mean, be... like a short favorite. But here's my question: that's, that's the power rankings right now. Would Alabama be favored over Michigan? Yes. Yes. Really? Still, huh? Yes. Interesting. Well, think about I mean, how big a of a dog. Favorite. Short favorite. We're yeah. talking one, one and a half. Okay. All right. Okay. Think all right. of what a dog Ohio, Michigan was at Ohio State on Saturday. All right. I mean, I think the market was clearly kind of wrong there. It's only one result. Yes. No, so, no, the no. Market the, market, was... the market was wrong. Right. So It's the first time we've ever been wrong. Yeah, it's very true. It was tough. Uh, a last note for our listeners and viewers, by Definitely. the way, uh, when this TCU-Kansas State matchup first happened, Adrian Martinez started that game, got knocked out of the first drive. Will Howard then came in, and it was also knocked out. So, those people who think that win over Kansas State was somewhat fraudulent, you can kind of understand that thought process and very much worth mentioning. Does Adrian Martinez have another year of eligibility? That'd be awesome. I don't know. Maybe he could transfer somewhere He's, else, play another year. His career is very uh, yeah. Perry Ellis-like now at this right. point. For those who don't know, Perry Ellis, <laughs> former Kansas big man who played like That's 20 right. years. But now the with the with the transfer portal, maybe he could transfer to West Virginia. We need a quarterback. UNLV? I mean, sure. What the hell? There might be a lot I'd of transfers. For hoops. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last one. Uh, not a lot of drama here, it would seem. LSU and Georgia, no regular season uh, rematch mm-hmm. to take note of here as they did not meet in the regular season. Superbooks got 17 and a half with a total of 51. So again, not a lot of drama, at least in terms of what might happen here in this matchup. Uh, is this actually going to be a somewhat popular game? You guys did open 15, so it's been bet up in favor of Georgia, but such a large spread and really not a lot of drama, it seems, from a straight-up perspective. Heck, John, I think Georgia could probably rest everybody. And be yeah, fine. and then they almost they almost would be better off doing so. Yep. I mean, if they let's just pretend they fell to the two seed and they play TCU, well, I think I'd rather play TCU than play USC or potentially Ohio State. I think I, they're not going to do that. I mean, we are talking about the SEC. They they want to be undefeated. They want to win the SEC championship game. They lost that game last year to Alabama. They want to win an SEC title, but they might be better off being the number two seed. I, I feel like I'm really picking on TCU. 
But uh, playing against TCU, <laughs> I just think they'd be a bigger favorite in that game. I think it'd be better for them. But they're not going to do that. No, they won't. No, they're not going to. Sadly that. enough. Also, to, to answer your question, it, it's not going to be a very big uh, interest game. Right, handle wise, it's I'm trying to think low, what right? time is that game? Is it mid afternoon? Is it one right? o'clock our time? Right. Uh, yeah, I've got it at yeah. on my screen. Yeah, one, one o'clock. All right. So going head to head with the Mountain West title game. So of course, oh, well, that's a pretty good game. Head, I mean, uh, the Mountain West game's good. I've yeah. got got Fresno State a three to one to win the conference. So we're we're big Bulldog fans <laughs> over the weekend. Let's go. <laughs> Who's we? Oh. Well, the, the, Me and my conglomerate. Yeah. The Von Tobel family. Yeah. Oh, I'll root for you. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. Did you bet that on your app? Uh, I actually did. <laughs> That's how easy it is, man. You just it's, log in. Okay. I actually did. I did. <laughs> uh, all right. Before we get out of here really quickly, um, World Cup. So you mentioned very briefly um, that the, uh, is it the Netherlands who is the matchup for the the Americans this well, coming yeah, week? Jay said Holland. Yeah, I got I thrown did. off by that. Are you a Netherlands guy or a Holland uh, guy? I don't know. I'm both. I've been there. I got really thrown Good off. Place. Place. It is the Netherlands. They are playing, not, correct? Yeah, they're playing Netherlands. Okay, all right. Well, they're, really... they're playing Holland, too. Okay, all right. That's all together? Not really fair. No wonder they're so good. It's kind of like New England, right? It's like, it's like, like, England, right? like, it's like yeah. multiple states. So in the Netherlands, multiple countries. It seems like an unfair advantage. Uh, how popular is that going to be? 10 a.m. Eastern for you guys, USA? 10 a.m. Eastern, yeah. which means 7 a.m. out here. That's no, a good job. It, it, no, I think it's going to be pretty popular, mainly because it's on Saturday, yeah. not a Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, it's a little earlier start, but uh, I think it's going to be, I think there's going to be a lot of interest, not to a level of um, maybe one of these prime uh, championship games, mm. but I think it's going to be comparable to a regular solid college football game. Yeah. And generally, it's pretty chalky, so I would assume all that you guys mentioned, I think Argentina was one of the more heavy liabilities. Did you guys have in the futures market for the they, World they Cup? They definitely yeah. are. We, we, yeah. big, we took more bet money on them after they, they somehow lost their first game in yep. Saudi Arabia. I slept through that game. I don't know how that happened. But they lost that game. We went to, I believe, 8-1, to one, and we took another 5K on them at 8-1 to one, uh, after that first game loss. So we've got a pretty good liability in Nevada on Argentina. Yeah. Of the teams that can actually win this tournament, right. sorry, USA, but... Of the teams that can really win it, Argentina is the one that's a little scary. Well, really quickly for our listeners, because I think a lot of people might be surprised. Like, how do you get liability on a long shot? Because it builds up pretty quick, right? In terms of Adds some of these quickly. bets. Yeah. 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 The, and the then dollar on the, amounts. On yep. some of the you know shorter favorites, it's usually large bets mm -hmm. um, that will make the difference. You probably won't see the same ticket count, even though some of them do accumulate a lot of tickets. But most of the time, it's usually a, a large or a couple of large wagers that will put us over into the red category. Argentina went undefeated in qualifying. They were a very trendy play coming into the tournament. Well, they, they were unbeaten like in 50 games yeah, or something like were, that, right? They were super trendy. They've got maybe the best player in the world, formerly the best player in the world at least. Not the best player now, but one of the biggest names in the world. And everybody seemed to be betting them. Tristan Pulisic? No, Argentina. <laughs> I know. I'm making a joke. What I take from that reference. What I take from that is that the uh, superbook is anti-American and don't want the Americans to win this thing. No, I want them to win. Oh, we're we're. We'll, we'll have to just write up a report. We've done that. Before. Okay, all right. Well, that's We've a done that. We can write that report. Uh, all right. If you like the. <laughs> if you like what you hear, take a second, like, rate, review, and subscribe, of course. And uh, make sure you come see us at the Superbook at the Westgate, Las Vegas, or at the Lodge Casino in Blackhawk, Colorado. Of course, be there all weekend showing all the biggest college football, NFL, and football games. Yes, soccer, football games. It's real football. And as always, you can follow us up on social at Superbook Sports or at Superbook.com to stay on top of all the latest odds, boosts, and promos. Talk to you next week. You've been locked into the Odds Makers Podcast. The Odds Makers Podcast, presented by Superbook Sports, featuring Jay Cornegay, John Murray, and Jonathan Von Tobel. Hit our subscribe button, rate, review, and never miss out on weekly behind the counter access to the biggest events in sports.
The Oddsmakers Podcast is a production of Green Roll Media. Green Roll Media. The world's premier sports betting podcast network.